ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on. Hello, my name is Nadja Parker, and welcome to HBCU Journeys, a special edition podcast series brought to you by the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. In this 10-part series, our team of reporters, Rosalind Bentley, Eric Sturgis, and Ernie Suggs, dig into the heart of what makes an HBCU experience so unique through candid interviews with people who enjoyed the experience. In this episode, we take a trip to Spelman College, where I graduated in 2012, and we talked to Imani Watts, a current student, and we talked to her about how she used her entrepreneurial skills to begin her career. Eric, can you tell me a little bit more about Imani? Sure, yes. Imani is a sophomore at Spelman, and her initial plan was to actually study dance at and actually eventually wanted to go to Allen Ailey, so she wanted to go to Fordham University, but she said that Spelman chose her, in a sense, because she went to the campus as an eighth grader, she liked it, she found it had a dance program, and so she wound up enrolling there, and while she's been there, she's also started a, a clothing line company, and she's also donating some of the items that she gets to local charities and, and to shelters. Well, let's dig into this episode to find out more about her experience thus far. So my name is Imani Watts. I'm a sophomore at Spelman College. I'm a dance major, double minoring in fashion design and business management from Los Angeles, California. So you are from Los Angeles. Um, That's a long ways away from Atlanta. What made you decide to come across country to Spelman? So I like to say that um, I didn't choose Spelman. Spelman chose me. Um, I went on an uh, HBCU tour when I was in the eighth grade, and I got a chance to visit different HBCUs, and Spelman was one of them. And um, from there, I got to uh, participate in a pre-enrollment program at Spelman, and that's where I really made my choice. Um, I got to attend Spellbound, um, so that's something that you get to go to when you first get accepted. And, yeah, that's how I ended up at Spelman. So you said you did an HBCU tour when you were in the eighth grade. Did you always want to go to an HBCU? I actually didn't. So I went to a predominantly Hispanic high school, a performing arts high school, and I was in the dance academy. And dance is something that I'm very passionate about, and that's actually what I wanted to focus on. And my goal was to be in Alvin Ailey. So I wanted to attend Fordham University in New York, and um, they're partner with Alvin Ailey, so I would get a chance to train with the dancers um, So that's where I originally wanted to go. But um, then I realized that I really needed to be surrounded with my culture um, because I went to a predominantly Hispanic high school. I didn't get that culture aspect. So that's when I decided I wanted to go to an HBCU, and Spelman was one of the only HBCUs with dance. Oh, I see. What was it like when you first arrived on campus? Um, The environment was very uh, eye-opening, I would say. Uh, You're surrounded by beautiful black women um, who are all 
achieving so much is very inspiring. Um, the campus is beautiful. What was the biggest change for you personally when you got there? Um, coming from Los Angeles, I would say the biggest change was the weather. Um, in Atlanta, I wasn't used to the weather. But also, I wanted to go to a college that was big, and Spelman was, is very small. Um, it's around 2,000 students. So that was very different, um, even coming from my high school. It was a pretty big performing arts school. So going to a, a smaller college was definitely different. And I know you said you wanted to attend a college where you can explore your culture a little bit more. Was that did that immediately happen for you, or did it take a while for that to for that adjustment to be made? It immediately happened. So um, prior to going to Spelman, I got to experience Spellbound, and that was giving you a taste of what Spellman would be like. Um, so I get I got to uh, see the the band and the majorette dancers. I got to experience Fried Chicken Wednesday and different things that are specific to HBCUs. So as soon as I got there, I was uh, like fully immersed in the culture. And you said you got to experience things that are um, specific to HBCUs. Um, what stood out for you? What were you? The thing that stood out the most to me was probably the amount of things that go on every single day. So you have your academics uh, throughout the day, but within that you have activities that are going on. You have different fairs, educational fairs. It's so many different things that happen every single day throughout the day, so it's always something to go to. You're mm -hmm. never bored. And I know you said you initially had an interest in dance, and then um, you started to you know, get involved in, um, I guess you got an interest in business too, huh? Yes. Yeah, tell me a little bit about that. So I've actually always been interested in business. Um, I realized at a very young age that I was an entrepreneur. Um, actually, starting in the third grade, I started my own business uh, selling, making my own lunch boxes uh, out of cardboard boxes. And I would sell them to students when I was in the third grade. And then from there, once I got to high school, I started designing clothes and that really carried on throughout college and I started my own business called Imani Apparel where I sell I sell different clothing items from my closet that I no longer want so it's like an online thrift shop and then I also design my own clothes and take donations and uh, give them to different shelters, charities and then to um, different communities in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. And the clothing line, like, you know, um, do you have like a certain, is there like a certain style that you have or, you know, or, you know, like some people go for, you know, like, um, you know, like maybe high end stuff or, you know, like maybe dressy attire or is it, you know, more casual wear? Tell me a little bit about what you, what items that you sell. So I would describe the style as kind of trendy, athletic, um, a little bit. I started off making hats, but now I'm making sweatshirts and I'm transitioning into making uh, shirts and different things like that. Mm -hmm. What were the hats like? Uh, the hats? Yes. So I started off making Spellman hats and um, they were available in six different colors. Um, it said Spellman on the front and then on the back it said EST 1881. 
And uh, these were colors that you wouldn't see in the bookstore. So I had like yellow, red, uh, denim hats. Um, I had all sorts of colors. And then I transitioned into making my own brand, which is Spark House. And um, right now I sell sweatshirts in six different colors. What did your friends initially think about it? My friends were really excited. Even other students at Spelman, they were really excited because it's something new, something that they never seen before, um, especially with the different colors that I made. But uh, yeah, my friends were really excited. They were actually my models uh, okay. for my website. So they got to get uh, free merchandise. So they're really excited. I'm sure that encouraged them to do it, huh? Yes. <laughs> and were they good models? Did, did they know what they were doing? Yeah, they're pros now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my friends, they love taking pictures, so. Yes. Came natural. Mm-hmm. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. And... I know you probably had a little bit of, you know, a couple bumps in the road as you were going through that whole process. Uh, what, is, what is something that you, you know, found that you can laugh at now? So when I first um, started with the Spellman hats, I don't know why I didn't think that I wouldn't need permission from Spellman to use their name. So I started off uh, making these Spellman hats and they became really popular and uh, different administrators at Spellman were seeing the hats and they're like, well, I don't see these hats in the bookstore. Where are these hats coming from? So one day when I was selling um, at Market Friday, which is something that happens every Friday at Spelman where different vendors come and sell things, um, I was selling my hats and someone came up to me. Um, she works at Spelman and she came up to me and she was like, did you get permission to use Spelman's name? And do you have um, your CLC license? And... I was like, oh, no, I don't know what that is. I never heard of it. So I now have different licenses, and I created my own brand, so I'm no longer going to use Spellman. So, yeah. I kind of wondered about that yeah. <laughs> when you told me about the Spellman hats mm-hmm. with the word Spellman on yeah. the front. You might have run into any of those issues. Yeah. And I guess through the whole process, you probably learned a lot about, you know, business and mm-hmm. And as you said, you know, what are proper procedures when you know, you're trying to start a business? Did you learn any of that in your classes as well? Um, so I was going to cross-register. I'm going to be cross-registering at Clark Atlanta University to take business classes, but I haven't started taking any business classes yet. It's kind of just been knowledge from my dad and learning from him with business, but I did learn. That was a very important lesson that I learned to definitely get permission if you're going to use someone else's name or anything, but it also taught me to, it led me to create my own brand, which is Spark House. And that's something that I own, that I trademarked, and I don't need permission from anyone to use it. And I guess one of the things that really makes HBCUs unique is that the entrepreneurial spirit, you know, Mm -hmm. how students are, you know, always finding a way if there isn't, you know, if they're they're blocked in one way. I was wondering, do you see a lot of that in Spelman or or have you inspired other people to, Mm -hmm. you know, um, to find their own way and to become entrepreneurs? Yeah, so it's definitely find a way, make a way. That's that's what you see all the time at Spelman and at HBCUs in general. I inspire a lot of 
my friends and also people that I don't know. They have been coming up to me asking me, um, how do I start my own business? How do I do? They just ask me a lot of questions about business in general and entrepreneurship. And I get a chance to talk to them and tell them. Uh, you see just walking around at Spelman that students are very resourceful using different resources that are on campus. Have you seen anything that they do that, you know, is giving you ideas to some to um, enhance what you're doing? Definitely uh, the there's a workshop that was offered um, at Spelman called Spell Entrepreneur. I wasn't able to go to it because of different conflicts with other extracurricular activities, but I know that if I were to attend the workshop, there are so many different things that I would have learned there. And I know you also talk about that some of the items that um, are given out to various organizations in the community and and I guess to help the less fortunate. Tell me a little bit about that. So um, around the time where Hurricane Irma and Hurricane Harvey uh, were happening, I decided uh, to take in donations from different students around the AUC. And I got a lot of donations from Spelman students, a lot of women's clothes. So with that, one day I decided to take a a walk around the neighborhood, around the West End community, and uh, look for different homeless women, if I saw them on the street or anything, and just give them a couple shirts or an outfit. But I wasn't really successful with seeing that many homeless women, so that's when I decided that I would each month take the clothes that I got and then donate them to different shelters and charities. And how's that going now? Right now, it's really good. I have, uh, back home, I also have a ton of clothes in my room that were uh, donated from different people at a nearby thrift shop by my house. I have a lot of clothes there, and those clothes are being donated as well to different uh, communities in the Caribbean. So it's going really well. That must be pretty gratifying for you as well. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And what's the future for Imani Watts? Um, I have so many plans and so many goals, and that's something that I learned just being at Spelman, waking up with a new goal every single day, and my uh, goals are constantly changing, but I want to open my own dance studio, and I want to be a real estate investor. Um, I also want to create my own dance curriculum and bring it to different HBCUs that don't have dance already. And I also want my own styling agency. Regarding the um, the dance curriculum, have you reached out to any HBCUs or about that? No, yet? not yet. I've just been doing research and um, thinking about when I was applying for college, what different HBCUs had dance already, and there weren't any that had dance. They had uh, maybe dance clubs or organizations that you could join, um, but there was no degree offered in dance. So, yeah, I know that Spelman is one of the only schools, so I can reach out to a lot of the different HBCUs. Do you think that you would have been able to do some of the things that you were doing now if you had not attended an HBCU? Um, I I definitely think that attending an HBCU has only enhanced my entrepreneurship and business and all of that, it made me more creative. 
it opened up my mind. And I think that if I attended a PWI for dance, I would have been very focused on just dance and reaching that goal. But attending an HBCU, it has led me to multiple different goals. Do you think that you've gotten out of this experience thus far what you wanted when you, um, you know, when you were in the eighth grade thinking about, you know, going on that initial tour of HBCUs? I definitely think I got way more than um, I thought I would have coming in. I just, I thought that I was just going to be dancing and I didn't even know I was going to start my own clothing line. Yeah, it was all new, but I got way more than I expected. Well, I'm really glad you got an opportunity to come here and talk to us about, you know, what you've been doing. We find um, your apparel. So I have a website. um, It's called imaniapparel.com. And I also have an Instagram, uh, which is called Imani underscore apparel. www.imaniapparel.com. My name is Imani Watts. I'm a sophomore at Spelman College, dance major, double minoring in fashion design and business management from Los Angeles, California. And this is my HBCU experience. In our next episode, we meet with Spelmanite, Karen Wood, a student who decided to go back to college in her 50s. And to read more about HBCU graduates and to read our whole series, log on to myajc.com for a full array of stories, videos, charts, and photos about the history and fate of America's black colleges. I'm Nadja Parker. Catch you on the next episode. And thank you for listening to HBCU Journeys. Ocean Breeze, Tropical Beach, Pina Colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or, better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing. Visit DaytonaBeach.com to discover all there is to see, do, and enjoy along the world's most famous beach. Daytona Beach, Florida. Beach on.